Good morning, everyone. Please stay tuned for Wild Oak Living. We hope we are going to have what we hope will be a fascinating uh, uh, program with updates about what, how what's happening in our area uh, with, in support uh, of the people of Ukraine. We're going to be joined by Maria Tushik from the, live from the Ukraine. So please stay tuned for all of that. We'll be, be right back. Good morning, Mendocino County and beyond. Thank you for joining us here on Wild Oak Living. This is Johanna Wild Oak. I bring you this program every other Thursday from eight, uh, from nine until ten a.m. And uh, it's all about living sustainably and about living sustainably and building community in Mendocino County and beyond. Today, I am really honored to be able to bring you. Uh, a lot of information, an update about what is happening in our area, uh, about in in, res uh, in response to uh, to the uh, invasion of Ukraine and, and what's what's happening, and all the people that have stepped forward um, to put on events and to raise funds uh, in support of Ukraine uh, proclamations. We're going to hear from the from uh, Ted Williams and and Glenn McGordia of the uh, Board of Supervisors about their proclamation. Mary Rose Kajarovsky is going. To give us an update about uh, all of that in a moment, but uh, right now I am really honored to be joined uh, live from Ukraine by Maria Tushik, who is Tushik, who is um, uh, in the uh, western region of Ukraine. She was on here on Wild Oak Living a few weeks ago and basically uh, kicked off a, a lot of the things that are happening now here in our area, and I am so happy that. Uh, um, KZYX was able to make this connection via Mary Rose and, and via Maria, uh, so that, so that we can find out live what's happening in, in the communities in Ukraine and what your needs are and, um, and how we can connect our communities to help people to people. That's what this is about. And so I would like to welcome everyone and invite, uh, Maria Tushik. Welcome to, to Wild Oak Living and what, what is happening? How are you doing? Hi there. Hi, everyone. Thank you for having me uh, on your radio show. Um, there's a lot of things that are happening right now. First and foremost, we're still uh, unsafe, uh, even in the western part of Ukraine. Uh, we see rockets flying over our region, planes. Uh, we have air raid warnings every single day. So it's still quite unsafe. Uh, the past few days, uh, a lot of the areas in Ukraine have been hit with missiles and a lot of shelling happening still all over the the place. Um, we're really afraid for the upcoming May 9th. Uh, as uh, you may know, this is Victory Day for Russia, a uh, holiday they celebrate. And, uh, you know, we do have some intel that's uh, preparing us, both internal as well as international, uh, preparing us for uh, some sort of uh, maybe bombarding, maybe more rockets or anything like that. You know, a lot of our um, mayors and uh, council members are asking uh, uh, their their municipalities to stay in lockdown for the next uh, couple of days because we don't know what's coming and uh, and, and that's something that uh, they were quite afraid of. Uh, at the same time, we're still trying to continue our humanitarian aid efforts. We have a lot of internally displaced persons that um, are in the western part of Ukraine uh, as well. A lot of people from abroad, from Poland are coming back to Ukraine. A lot of them are coming back to uh, Kiev region, to the capital, 
as the uh, Russian uh, soldiers retreated from that area. So we have a lot of people that are coming back. Um, but but again, we have a lot of things that we are doing. And uh, as we see, you know, this has been going on for more than two months and we don't know when this will end. So we are, you know, we are now in like marathon mode. We are treating all of this uh, uh, as if this is our new reality and this is how we have to operate and this is how we now have to live. Uh, we have to make sure that we support our community members, that we support our newcomers. Uh, we are doing a lot of efforts uh, with international partners, with communities like yours and uh, others in the States and, uh, and uh, whoever we can connect with uh, to help us prepare for the worse and uh you know to prepare our hospitals because we're already receiving injured injured soldiers and injured civilians from areas that were affected most uh, they are coming to our region they are uh, being treated in our hospital and obviously our hospital uh, of a small uh, small town of a small municipality wasn't ready for anything like this so we are uh trying to procure and find um items for for our hospitals as well as we continue to provide shelter we are making sure that um, you know we are finding institutions and we're converting them uh, into places of shelter for the time being because again we don't know uh, if the situation changes when we Maria, this is Mary Rose okay. I had a question about the supply chain and I know your husband you're working closely uh, you and your husband with other mayors throughout Ukraine. Um, can you talk a little bit more about the, how this supply chain is working? I think people would like to know about that. The supply chain in terms of humanitarian aid? Yes. Yeah, so, um, uh, the way it works right now is uh, uh, obviously the supply chain has been affected. Uh, and right now we're working with um, either our uh, international partners or our diaspora in uh, Poland and in Europe. Uh, They're helping us procure things that we need. Uh, in the beginning, uh, we see the first few weeks, it was more active. And after two months, we see that the uh, aid is actually, uh, you know, taking a, a slower turn. So we are trying to activate our uh, communications with our partners to uh, to kind of pick up uh, some activity on that front. But uh, we are receiving things from the Polish border. So we have um, in our community, we have uh, uh, local businessmen that uh, have uh, partnered with us and uh, are assisting uh, us with their vehicles uh, to be able to get the aid from the Polish border to either go to the Polish town of Peremysil. It's a border town where a lot of the aid is um, is located. It's uh, near Lviv region. So our drivers go there, they pick up the aid, uh, they bring it to our community. In our community, we sort uh, the aid and we whatever is needed, we then pass it on to either the front lines or to um, areas uh, that are in need. Uh, again, this is through the city council, uh, through my husband and his uh, um, and his bare friends. You know, they write him personally, they ask for help, and then we try to make sure that we provide that help. Uh, as well, actually, we recently 
uh, we're able to um, get uh, uh, a project in because we're applying for many different grants, mini grants, and uh, uh, any any aid, any financial aid, or uh, in terms of supplies. And we recently received a 2,000 kitchen sets from uh, actually uh, the US Aid Program. Um, so it's uh, funded by the US government, and we're really grateful for that because we were able to receive 2,000 uh, sets uh, of kitchen um, <clears throat> supplies. So this is like pots and pans. Uh, per family and uh, first of all we were able to distribute them to the internally displaced persons in our community as well we partnered with uh, many cities in our region and um, and, and all over western Ukraine and we were able to either um, send them off deliver it to the to these communities or uh, some uh, uh, city uh, council members or mayors even themselves they come to our community and pick up these sets for for their communities and for their internally displaced persons Maria, we, we heard earlier, just to fill in people who weren't listening to the first interview that we did a few weeks ago, um, your, your husband is the mayor of your town, and you told us back then that he is connected and in touch with uh, many mayors, uh, many other mayors of other small towns all over the Ukraine, and, and this is this part of the supply chain that you're talking about. Yeah, that's correct. So my husband is the mayor in our uh, municipality. He is also the head of the board of um, the mayor's association of our region of our state sort of um so he does uh, keep in contact with many mayors and uh, a lot of mayors do contact him with aid because they do follow our humanitarian aid efforts again like i mentioned it's been over two months now of um, of, of the war in ukraine and uh, from day one we have been uh, uh continuing our humanitarian aid efforts a lot of communities and a lot of uh, people you know are, are getting tired to be honest of uh, of continuing to to work non-stop and to volunteer non-stop and a lot of people of course uh, are trying to either find new jobs or return to their jobs because of course they have to support their families but thankfully you know we do um, work day and night uh, so I'm also working full-time but at the same time I'm uh, non-stop uh, uh, volunteering and uh, doing everything I can uh, in order to support our community and uh, not only our community but other communities in our region and whoever gets in contact with us uh, we have also in this uh, past couple of weeks uh, done uh, a lot of shipments of uh, different uh, uh, supplies and goods and food uh, that's needed in regions like Zaporizhia and Mykolaiv and Kherson. So these uh, Kherson region, not the, the city because it's occupied currently, but the areas that are not occupied or the areas that are near the front lines, they do need uh, a lot of aid. And we also work with, um, partner with organizations as well as a municipal municipalities to help uh, in this front as well. Maria, let me just let me just take a moment. Hold on, hold on for a second, Mary Rose. Let me just take a moment to let you know that you are listening to Wild Oak Living. This is Johanna Wild Oak, and today I am joined um, by Maria Tusik from from Western Ukraine. She's live with us. I'm also joined by Mary Rose uh, Kazarovsky, uh, who is um, going to tell us a lot about 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 the many uh, uh, efforts and events and fundraising uh, efforts that that have been taken place here in our area to support the people of Ukraine. And in a, in a, in a little bit, we'll also be joined by Ted Williams and Glenn McGordy, um, the super board of our board of. Super 
Supervisors who are going to tell us about a proclamation that the Board of Supervisors has done for in support uh, of the people of Ukraine. And of course, this is also a fundraising uh, program for KZYX. We are in our building fund fundraising drive. And uh, I, I know the, the, the needs are great everywhere. Um, and it's also really, really important that we keep a radio station like KZYX who connects communities and who brings you, um, you know, live, live, uh, live connections, people to people between our Mendocino County and, and the people of Ukraine. Um, and we're so honored to have Maria with us today. And we're so honored that this radio station KZYX is available to make this kind of thing happening. Connection between our communities and the connection between between uh, our people and please support this kind of uh, radio please support the building fund of KZYX so that we can uh, move into our new building and I will tell you more about that later I just want to keep the flow of donations for this building fund going by letting you know that you can make a donation right now to uh, KZYX Go to kzyx.org. More about the building fund and uh, uh, later. Uh, right now, uh, I want to focus on um, speaking with Maria and learning how also what we can do to help support uh, Maria and the work that she and the many people uh, in Ukraine are doing. Mary Rose, you had a question or you wanted to say something? Yes, I wanted to um, highlight that there's different channels of donations and funding that is happening. And uh, Maria, Maria's brother is helping to channel direct funds to uh, the town where she is at. And also there's one or two Ukrainians in uh, Fort Bragg area who had fundraisers who are one is uh, Misha we talked to last week who was uh, getting direct aid to uh, Kharkiv area. So um, anyway, there's so many ways to donate. Some is not as tax deductible and some will get aid directly through the uh, unofficial channels that we're setting up as citizens to help citizens in Ukraine. Well, that's that's what I, I we'll talk a little bit more about about that later uh, also. But I, I, my question right now to Maria is, um, what's what's the best way that the people of Mendocino County uh, can support um, you and the many people who are doing such an amazing uh, job in in helping each other uh, deal with this situation? Um, what, what's the best way? Is is it donating funds? Is it is it uh, donating items what what are your biggest needs um so there there are several ways that uh uh people can uh, uh donate and help in this situation i have an excellent example uh from bozeman montana actually right now um they also gathered together in their county and they did a fundraiser for our community and for the needs uh, of our community members and uh those affected by the war and um at the same time they also partnered with billings clinic in montana and and um, that hospital was able to donate a lot of these supplies that we currently need.
need, uh, including things like uh, um, a ventilator and uh, a defibrillator, which obviously these are something that 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 are really critical for uh, for our needs right now. And uh, right now, actually, I received a, a photo uh, about ten minutes ago that uh, they're already at the airport, and uh, two people from uh, Bozeman, Montana, uh, they're traveling to Poland uh, with the supplies. So they have huge boxes uh, of supplies of medical supplies that are coming to our community and um, they will be driving it to the Polish border and, and from our end our driver will meet them uh, on Sunday and um, that's something that, uh, that, that's, that that we're so grateful for because uh, a lot of the things uh, actually we can't get right now and so things like medical supplies are in a huge need at this point um, as well uh, again um, like Mary Rose mentioned, um, I am collecting funds for our community either through uh, my brother or um, uh, I, I know some people also were able to do to send moneygrams. I know this uh, service uh, uh, has waived a lot of the fees right now for donations to Ukraine direct, uh, uh, and uh, I, uh, of course I received this right away, and we were, we are able to spend uh, these funds uh, as soon as possible to the things that we really need, and uh, you know I'm keeping track of every. Every dime and every penny that's coming in and of every expense and I'm uh, continuing to um, you know uh, do these financial reports and uh, reports of our humanitarian efforts we have our Facebook page uh, we have two Facebook pages actually one for our city council where we post a lot of uh, a lot of uh, the updates in our humanitarian aid efforts uh, as well we have a volunteer uh, um, Facebook page for our community where every single day we post videos and photos and uh, things that we are doing in our community one of the things maria that you told us um last time we talked a few weeks ago was that um it's so important to have this community community connection that you just described um because uh there are of course a lot of large aid organizations that also do a lot you know to bring to bring aid into ukraine um but when when you're in in a small town like yours and and you just described you know you're now being faced with not only taking care of your own people but taking care of, of wounded and and helping others from other parts of the, of ukraine um and and the larger age organizations aid organizations don't always reach small towns like yours right yeah yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, a lot of the times, even if some of this aid does reach us, it doesn't reach us fast enough. Right. So, for example, we've recently also partnered with another organization. Um, uh, probably it's an NGO. Uh, maybe, you know, it's actually from California, I believe. It's called CORE. Uh, I think Sean Penn, it's uh, from Sean Penn. And uh, they have established an office in Poland and they're doing a lot of uh, efforts in Ukraine right now. And we recently were able to also... Um, uh, get a grant uh, with uh, with this organization of twenty five thousand dollars for um, helping uh, set up uh, more comfortable uh, um, conditions for internally displaced persons. But again, you know, by the time we do all the communication, they visit maybe our town. They actually visited our town last weekend. Uh, by the time we get this funds, uh, it's going to take some time, and a lot of the times uh, we need uh, the funds right now because there are uh, things that. For example, right now, uh, we have a few doctors from our community that had 
have actually traveled to the front lines in eastern part of Ukraine. And they're there, they're working there as a medical staff, and they're constantly communicating with us, uh, with our volunteer center, on what they need. And again, like right now, we're gathering this week all the supplies and things that they need for uh, for their work there, and we're sending it off on, on Saturday uh, that will go uh, straight to eastern part of Ukraine. So for these sort of things, uh, we need the funds uh, as soon as possible. Um, that's why we try to uh, collect and continue collecting these funds because uh, expenses are, are nonstop. That, that you, you just said the key word, expenses are nonstop. And I think this, this, is, um, this is one of the many reasons why, you know, I'm, I'm so honored to be able to do this kind of program is just to, to let everyone know in our listening areas that the needs are great. Um, and that there are uh, many ways um, to support Ukraine, to support um, Maria and the work that she's doing directly, as well as the many other uh, efforts that are underway. Um, Maria, um, I, I know you're really, you're really busy and you've got a lot of things going on, but I want to make sure that I give you enough time to, to let us know whatever it is that you want us to know. Um, what would you like to leave our community with in terms of, in terms of what, you need, what you want us to know today? Um, I think one of the main things that I uh, that I want to say is, uh, you know, don't forget about us because uh, th this is still going on. And, uh, you know, I know uh, the, the trending uh, news on Twitter are not uh, uh, that much about Ukraine as they were in the very few, first few weeks of war and uh, the pictures of uh, destroyed buildings and uh, uh, destroyed infrastructure are getting old and people are getting tired of this. Uh, but unfortunately, you know, we're, we're still living through all of this and it's really hard uh it, it's it's really difficult uh, to continue to uh do the humanitarian efforts to think about you know all of your friends are all over the world you know in europe that they have fled uh, their homes that have been bombarded and all of this is still is still happening and unfortunately uh it's not it's not stopping and it doesn't uh, seem like uh it's gonna stop anytime any day uh so we're, we're hoping that of course uh um, th there will be some sort of a stop to this, and we're hoping that uh, you know the casualties will not will not be great. Um, please support us in any way you can. If you can, you know, support us financially. If you can, you know, support us uh, with donations. If you can, support us uh, on the informational front. It's also important uh, to uh, you know to try to speak to people uh, from Ukraine to get the information, the truthful information, because there's a lot of propaganda. <laughs> information that, that's happening unfortunately so uh, you know uh, it, it's 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 really important to us that we know that you're supporting us and first of all we're we're so grateful because uh, you know both your government and the people of the United States have been doing a lot a lot and us has been proven a great partner to us in all of this and uh, just just keep up the doing the, the this work and keep uh, you know opening your hearts and uh, we promise as soon as all of this ends, uh, you know, we'll, uh, we'll flourish as a country and you'll be able to visit a really, really great country. Of that, I am 100% sure, Maria. And I, 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 and I am also going to do, continue to do my part here on KZYX to make sure that, that we are not going to forget you and we're going to stay in touch and we're going to continue this. And thank you so much for joining us this morning, Maria, and all the best 
Please be well. Thank you. Thank you, Maria. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you so much. We've heard from um, Maria Tushik, who is in in the Western Ukraine. I'm just going to have to do something here for a moment. Okay, so I'm hoping I'm hoping that we are now also joined by Jill Hannum. Is that is that you, Jill? Hello, is this Jill? It is. Can oh, great! Yeah, now we can hear you. Okay, thank you for joining us, Jill. I was just reiterating. Um, um, first of all, my appreciation and my heart goes out to Maria Tusik from Ukraine, who she says she just joined us live from Western Ukraine, uh, and uh, telling us about all the amazing uh, work that they are doing to support not only their community but but so many. Uh, other people around Ukraine with with donations, with grants, with material. Uh, she mentioned the urgent need of medical supplies, and one of the things I was thinking, you know, if there are any any people from Adventist Adventist Health listening right now, uh, maybe that's another connection we can build from Mendocino County to uh to to you the people of ukraine uh, uh, you know if there if there's somebody in adventist health that wants to step forward and connect with maria about medical supplies mary rose do you want to just offer your phone number as as sort of the contact for anybody who wants to step forward and help or or my by by the way i i work at adventist health and i have a little story to tell after jill gives us some information about the building drive, but my phone number is area code 510-459-9448. That again is 510-459-9448. And right now I'm on the phone, so after the show you're welcome to call me if you'd like to. Or or text, that number can be texted to right as well. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I would just like to reiterate, uh, we we are doing a program to update uh, our community about what is happening in this uh, in this community to community connection uh, between Mendocino County uh, and Ukraine, that many things have happened since this war started. And uh, since we made the connection uh, or Mary Rose made the connection with Maria in Ukraine, um, I know that uh, Glenn McGordy and Ted Williams have been patiently, <laughs> patiently joining us uh, here uh, to talk about the uh, proclamation of the Board of Supervisors. Mary Rose, how about if we, how about if we just take a couple of minutes to talk about the building drive and then invite uh, Glenn and and Ted to talk to us about the proclamation? Or do you want to set the stage first and tell us how this all came about? I think we need to talk about the building drive because KZYX is so important to this community and bringing the world to us and us to the world. So, Jill, I hope uh, you're still there and can take it from here. I'm still here. I can take it from there because this is just such a great illustration of what KZYX can do to connect people. And I'm I'm thinking also, you know, when there was an earthquake in Haiti, people from Adventist stepped up immediately and were there. And then they founded an orphanage in Haiti as a result. And that's still going. This community is just astonishing. And another part of the greatness is that 
in stepping up for KZYX and Z for 32 years, um, or actually even before that, because KZYX and Z had to get on the air. Um, so I know that there is a pledge drive number that people can call, and it's 895-2233, um, which will make you part of a community that reaches out to the whole wide world, um, as well as doing just these most amazing things for the locals. Um, I, you know, the joys of home ownership are mixed. Uh, I found out when I owned my own home 40 years ago and still do. Um, but it is so much better than renting, which is why having a, an owned building in Ukiah is going to be fabulous for the station and so grounding, literally. Um, because when you're a renter, you're always a little bit on edge about whether you're always going to be where you are. Um, the building at KZYX right now um, is, oh, how would you describe it, Johanna? A ramshackle? <laughs> well, you know, it, 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 served, it, served as, it served as well, you know, for all of these years. But, uh, you know, having, having our own building, especially and specifically constructed or at least remodeled to be a radio station is going to make a huge difference. When I was um, first getting into radio, which was 1972, I was working at KCFA, and that was just the most horrible building <laughs> as, as a radio station because it had been designed as this kind of long, skinny halls that you could run from one end of the building and to the other end of the building just to get a, a bulletin on the air. Um, and then KPFA built their own building, and it was specifically designed to be a radio station. It, it was night and day, and I think that the staff and the programmers are going to find that it's night and day when they move to Ukiah as well. Uh, it, just, it just was so wonderful. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I would really urge everyone who is listening to us right now, and if you have not yet pledged to the Building Fund, if you have not yet made your donation, this would be a really great time to do it right now. If you want to keep listening to us, that's great. You can just uh, go to kzyx.org and make your donation online without even turning off the radio or without even you know turning off the sound on your computer. If you're listening to us on your computer or on your phone, kzyx.org, click on the donate button uh, and make whatever donation you can. Um, the, the There's a really special gift available only for donations to the building fund right now, and that's this uh, specially designed coffee mug. It shows uh, the trees and a large tower behind the trees, and that's actually, besides all the other great things that are going to happen when we have our own building in Ukiah, the main reason is that our signal is slowly going away because we can't reach... Uh, the, the trees are, are growing up and it's it's getting to be harder and harder for us to reach the tower from our studio in Philo uh, on Laughlin Peak in Anderson Valley and from there to the tower near Willits. And from Ukiah, we're going to have a clear shot from Ukiah to Willits and from there over to Laughlin Peak uh, in Anderson Valley. And from there, you know, from those two towers to the entire county and beyond, many people who are currently getting a marginal signal, we hope will have a much better, stronger signal. And of course, with having a studio by being, by having a studio in Ukiah, 
that makes it so much more accessible to people who want to come volunteer or who want to be on the air. Um, we'll be right across from the police station and the city council in Ukiah. So if there's an emergency, you know, we'll be right next to each other and people can get on the air to get the word out to people all across the county, you know, emergency services and others. Uh, it'll be just really amazing. And and we hope we hope your response will also be amazing here during this program today. Uh, this is your your chance to show your appreciation for the future of KZWAX, but also for this kind of programming that Wild Oak Living brings you to uh, help us all live sustainably and to help us all build community with each other here in Mendocino County and beyond. This would be a really great time for you to step forward now. If you don't want to stop listening, um, go online to kzyx.org or drop a check in the mail, P.O. Box 1. File that's, I did. That's, that's how I, I did it. Philo, California, 954-466. Yes, right. Um, I sent my check in, so I hope all the listeners out there, please call in. Please send your check or go to the website. This is really a vital connection for our community and beyond so please help out i'm not sure exactly in- where we are in the drive i think we're around seventy five thousand dollars of the hundred and fifty thousand dollars that we need to raise for this drive we need to raise a total of a million altogether to make this move happen but we're going to do this one call and one pl- pledge and one donation at a time and yours can be part of that and if you want to when you make a donation to the building fund your name will appear on this wall of thank you that's going to be at the news station. I'm sorry, I just cut somebody off. Who was, was that you, Jill? Oh, I was, I was just going to say, you know, this is not our regular pledge drive. This is where we get operating from, that get us from, you know, point A to point B in the year and get the salaries paid and the rent paid and all that jazz. Think of this, please, as something above and beyond. Um, this is your, your sort of, investment in the future and it's much more it's it's a much longer future than the operating expenses which are an investment in being able to hear the radio for the next quarter of the year but this is so far above and beyond and it's just important that you think of this as something that is not your regular contribution but something that you're giving uh, above and beyond as I said because we need to do this. It's not going to not be done, but it can be done smoothly and without angst, or, you know, it can become one of those things that you just have to frog through, and it would be grand if it weren't that way. It's That's an invest- up to you, the listener. Go to kzyx.org and donate online. The button is right there on the on the front page. Um we have a message here. Okay. We haven't received any calls yet. Oh, that's sad. Let's change that. Uh, why don't you be the one to change that, to make that call right now? Um, we have raised so far $75,657, which means we have $74,353 to go. I, I, I was on the board in the early 2000s, and we started talking about moving to Ukiah years and years and years ago. And I am so thrilled that it's finally happening. It took so many people and so many years to get this underway. And especially the, you know, the, I want to appreciate the current management and the current board, because in the end, they are the ones that really are making this happen. 
Um, and, and, and we all need to do our part. We need to all invest in the future of KZYX and community radio in our community. Um, I, I would like to, at this point, invite um, uh, Glenn McGordy and Ted Williams to join us uh, to talk about not only, I would love it if you would talk about not only about the, the proclamation that the Board of Supervisors did uh, for Casey, uh, for Casey, for, yeah, you also did one of those years ago, but um, for, in support of the people of Ukraine, and maybe also, you know, weave in a little bit uh, why you think KZWAX is so important for our community and why people should support it. Who wants to start? Glenn, do you want to start? Or, or, or oh, sure, Ted? I'm happy to. Mm -hmm. or, well, and thank uh, you for your patience. Thank you for your patience. Ted, you bet. Ted, go ahead. Ted's the chair, so let's start with the chair. Okay, let's go ahead, Ted. Good morning. Um, the County Board of Supervisors unanimously passed a proclamation back on April 5th expressing solidarity with the people of Ukraine in their fight for freedom and urging all of our citizens to support those fighting for democracy and freedom. A number of people have asked me why the county government, why local government would get involved in national and world politics. And the answer is simple. Ukraine is a real democracy and Ukraine are free in ways they're not in Russia. They can protest, they can criticize, they can mobilize, they can vote. We have moral obligations to stand up for democracy, the democracy that we enjoy. And we want those who have connections to Ukraine to know that they're not alone. Ukraine needs our support, and spreading awareness can bolster life-saving fundraising. Uh, I learned that the fundraiser at Rotary Park in Mendocino over the weekend raised $30,000 for Ukraine. Supervisor McGordy. So I, I just want to uh, talk about the tragedy that we're seeing. This is essentially a, a playbook from uh, right out of this. I'm sorry, a play from right out of the Joseph Stalin playbook. Uh, and the, the Russian people seem to be uh, destined to have horrible leadership, which is terrible because they're wonderful people. And, and I, I certainly uh, have as much empathy for them uh, who, who are not setting these policies but are victims of it. And I, I think it's really important that we understand that, and that this is another extremely unjust war uh, that has all of the the same elements that uh, happened, uh, you know, last century of during World War II, and it's just extraordinary in this day and age that that uh, we would be facing the same sort of approaches and tactics. And it's important for us to speak out. And I agree with Supervisor Williams that uh, whenever we see extraordinary injustice, we, we have an obligation to say something. Uh, and it's, it's further uh, personal because of the fact that my grandmother uh, came from the Ukraine over 100 years ago seeking a better life in the United States. Uh, and when, when asked about life in the Ukraine, which was at that point part of the Austrian-Hungarian Empire, she said, well, it's so much better here in the United States. Imagine me being able to own land because she was a dairy farmer in Pennsylvania. And she said, this would never happen where I came from. And uh, you know, whenever uh, we would ask her about life in the old country, she said, look, <laughs> it wasn't so great. That's why I'm here. And the Ukrainians have created a, a good situation of modern democracy. And uh, I, it's pretty clear that they're not ready to go back to a different form of government that doesn't allow them the freedoms that we all take for granted. Supervisor William, you said you said something um, that really uh, uh, stuck with me. You know, it, it's 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 a democracy, and we have to we have to support it. Um, 
this is is the is the uh, is the proclamation short enough to read on air, or do you want to? If not, do you want to just share some highlights and maybe let people know where they can find the proclamation? Well, it's on the county website. I'm I'm happy to read it, but it is about a about a, a full page. Okay. Uh, all right. So it, it, it's it's up to it's up to you. Uh, I mean, we. I just I just want to wanted to share maybe some highlights. But if you just yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I can. Let, let me read it. Okay. Proclamation: Mendocino County Board of Supervisors supporting and standing in solidarity with the people of Ukraine. Whereas Ukraine has been a sovereign and independent state since August twenty fourth, nineteen ninety one, upon its withdrawal from the collapsing former Soviet Union. And whereas Ukraine adopted its constitution in 1996 and is home to 44 million led by a popularly elected president, and whereas the United States and Ukraine share common values, including freedom, democracy, and the rule of law, and whereas the protection of civilians and human rights must be upheld, Whereas on February 24th, 2022, the Russian Federation launched a brutal, unprovoked act of war by undertaking a full-scale invasion of Ukraine. And whereas this attack has been condemned throughout the world by international stakeholders. And whereas this breach of international law by the Russian Federation has resulted in the deaths of hundreds of innocent civilians has destroyed essential infrastructure, violated rights, and poses a threat to democracy. And whereas the County of Mendocino joins the international community in condemning this violence and honoring those who fight for freedom and the independent Ukraine. Whereas the County of Mendocino also supports efforts by the California State Legislature to divest the state resources from Russian-based companies. Now, therefore, it be proclaimed that the Mendocino County Board of Supervisors hereby proclaims its support for and solidarity with the people of Ukraine in their fight for freedom, commends them for their strength and courage, and urges all of it, our citizens to support those fighting for democracy and freedom. And this was signed on April 5th. Thank you, Supervisor Williams. That is a beautiful proclamation. Wow, it's really it's really wonderful to live in in a county where you know our our government and the people of the county uh, take this kind of position to support people who share with whom we share the idea of freedom and democracy. That's I was great. really happy to read that proclamation at the May first uh, Rotary event, Stand with Ukraine benefit, and um, it was just amazing to be out in Rotary Park with. Over a thousand people attended uh, throughout the day, and to have that proclamation read on a microphone and resounding throughout the park was just quite stunning and moving. I can imagine. I can imagine. You, Mary Rose, you also said that the city of Fort Bragg also issued a, a yes, proclamation, right? They issued uh, a proclamation also, and. Um, what was really amazing was the chief of police, John Nolte, f- flew the flag of Ukraine that I had presented to the city council um, under the American flag uh, outside of the police station. And that uh, was up for a couple days. And I wanted to tell a little story quickly about I work at Adventist Health and I had met with 
Chief Nolte, we had coffee and trying to brainstorm how we could help uh, Ukraine and uh, etc. And I went back to work and was talking to the chaplain at Adventist Health where I worked. And he, he was telling me that there was a doctor who worked at Adventist Health over the hill. And she was going back to volunteer for a couple of weeks. And I said, wait a minute. Immediately, I called Chief Nolte and I said, I hear you have flak jackets. You were telling me that we're trying to figure out how to get them to Ukraine. I think we have a way to do this. So the chaplain connected with Chief Nolte. The chaplain drove his uh, car over the hill, over the mountains, uh, with a trunk full of some tactical gear and um flat jackets in the rain to get to this doctor and they, they are um as we speak in ukraine medical personnel need helmets medical personnel need flat jackets they also need technical gear so this is just one amazing way how people are helping each other get this material that is needed over to ukraine we're not sure where the um, doctor is now um she asked that we not uh use her name or her location for safety reasons. But um, Adventist Health has, through their channel, sent a, um, aid over to Ukraine. But I think Wonderful. you know this community c- can come up with more ideas on how to help out. And I want to give a big shout-out to Studio Z, Mendocino, and Real Estate Magazine. They asked me to write an article about people who are moved into action to help the people of Ukraine because people were feeling so despondent on what to do. And that's where Meredith Smith, owner of Mendocino Cafe and a local resident, David Gross with the Mendocino Rotary Club and so many others that I don't even have time to name, held that spectacular Stan Ukraine benefit outdoors in Rotary Park on May 1st with a full sound stage donated food, donated coffee, silent auction. So many people showed up to help um, raise funds to help the Ukrainian people throughout the day. An artist even drove up from Pleasanton to to sell her blue and yellow jewelry jewelry to help the cause. Um, I just don't have the time to go over all the things that I've been hearing. We had, uh, for me personally, um, coming from that region of... uh, Ukraine, Poland, there was a lot of us who found each other who who live in this county uh, on the coast, even people who came over from Santa Rosa. We found just in commiserating with each other, we were from the same region or from the same uh, Slavic heritage. And uh, some of us just stood there and cried because we did not know we had others from our same um, heritage in, living amongst us. And um, this was just really a profound connection. There were also two uh, Ukrainian refugees who are in the area. um, For safety reasons, we're not going to name them or where their location is for now. And also, I know Rotary, uh, Donna Schuller at the Rotary was announcing that um, some people were putting up housing for refugees uh, or asking also for how to house refugees. So... Um, you know, there's so much we could do in our own community. There's so much that we could help with. And I gave my phone number, 510-459-9448, because I'm working with Maria's brother, who's located in Toronto, to to facilitate getting direct aid as she 
um, mentioned that um, takes takes much quicker to get to help for the needs that they have on the ground right now. And uh, my um, banking institution is waiving the international fee to get that money there. So if you want to help that way, 510-459-9448. But wherever you donate, it. I was at Fort Bragg Farmer's Market the other day, and um, our, our wonderful knife sharpener, he's still mm-hmm. taking donations. So, you know, and giving to World Food Kitchen. There's too many people to name, so many people who are stepping up. Um, we also met a Ukrainian hip-hop artist and his wife who came. Uh, they had done a benefit in Point uh, Arena, and they're traveling around uh, the U.S. raising money. Rise Spa in Fort Bragg hosted a benefit. Um, so, you know, this just makes me so moved to hear we got county government, we got local officials, we got uh, this community is helping another community uh, where it, it, it is necessary, as people helped us when we had the fires, right? Right, right. It's a beautiful community spirit. If you have events coming up, if you have fundraisers going on, please uh, let Mary Rose or me know. You can also reach me by sending an email to contact at wildoak.org. That's contact at wildoak, W-I-L-D-O-A-K dot O-R-G, or call Mary Rose. Mary Rose, you want to give your phone number one more time, and we'll help. That's area code. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 510. Four five nine nine four four eight, and please send in your money for the building drive. I sent in a check, and I, I just encourage you to support this station. Over the years, it's been a lifeline for many of us. And um, Johanna, can you give out the PO box number? Because I know people, some people are listening don't have internet connection, and they could yes. always write checks. So PO PO box one Philo California nine five four six six. You can send a check PO box one Philo California nine five four six six. I was because I'm 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 really honored that uh, Supervisors Williams and and Glenn McGordy have have joined us for the duration of this program, and I would like to invite uh, both of you uh, I, uh, to talk a bit about the role of community radio and wh- why you think uh, it's it's really important. You know that 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 we put the future of KZWAX on a secure footing and have them be headquartered in the in the in the in the county headquarters in in Ukiah. Ted, do you have any thoughts on that? It, yeah, I think we've seen a real um, decline in in newspapers, um, both in the availability of of local news and local ownership of of that news. We just don't see the level of reporting that past generations enjoyed and. Um, Public radio is, is one of our last hopes for, for accurate reporting. And, you know, of course, as everybody knows, and we hear on the station during times of emergency, power shutoffs, uh, fires and the like, pandemic, uh, it's, it's, it's local radio that, that the public turns to, to for up-to-date information. So um, it's critical, and it makes a lot of sense to have um, the building proximate to the, uh, the county seat. And uh, I'm also happy... That there's still a uh, satellite location on the coast in Fort Bragg. 
Yes, that, that's right. We will still have studios in Fort Bragg, in Anderson Valley, in Willits, uh, and even a satellite studio in Ukiah is a kind of a backup, is, is my understanding. And uh, uh, you can go to kzwax.org and pledge while you're listening to us. And uh, if that's an option, please do that right now. Um, Supervisor McGordy, do you, uh, you want to share some thoughts about uh, community radio, the role of community radio for for county government and the people of, of Mendocino County? Sure. So county government, I think uh, I just echo what Supervisor Williams said, but also throw this in as a music lover and a musician that just also there's a lot of things that you play that you just will not hear on the air anywhere else. And uh, we, we have a lot of eclectic uh, tastes in music in Mendocino County, and, and we can count on KZYX to entertain us as well which is something that's great. And uh, I often, when I'm working in the kitchen or something, I'll turn on KZYX, and when I can get the signal clearly, so I'm looking forward to better uh, presence on the air, um, I enjoy the music. So that's something else that also is really, really special. That's right, and it's music that's curated by local people who know the music well, and often it involves local musicians. It's not some computer that puts on a playlist on the radio. This drive is dedicated to supporting our building fund so that we can complete the move to our new headquarters, our new studio in Ukiah. Um, it's going to also be the office space for most of the people who work at the station. It will be a great space for volunteers to come to. We will have an event space, and there's even outdoor spaces uh, for for events. So it's it's going to be it's it's going to make such a huge difference in terms of the role that KZYX can play in our community. And we hope that you will support that. Go online to kzyx.org and pledge online or send a check to P.O. Box Fund, Philo, yeah. Box Fund, Philo California, 95466. Mary Rose, you're Jill, Jill Hannum, you're still with us. Uh, you have a long time history in community radio. Any thoughts you want to quickly share before we turn it over back to our mothership in Philo? I just hope that people will show your support for this program and for all the local public affairs programs. Um, local public affairs is going to be enhanced by having the new building because people can get there and talk on the radio. And it might be you uh, or your issue. Important. It's important. KZWAX.org, 895-223. Hello. Yes. Uh, so I would like I would like to thank Supervisor Williams, Supervisor McCordy, Mary Rose Kajarowski. I would like to uh, thank uh, everyone in Philo for supporting this program today. I would like to thank um, uh, thank you for, thank you everyone for joining us this morning. Thank you for listening to Wild Oak Living. If you appreciate this kind of radio, please donate to our building fund. Thank you so much. I will be back in two weeks. Thanks for listening. This has been a production of Mendocino County Public Broadcasting. KZYX, Philo 90.7 FM, KZYZ, Willits and Ukiah 91.5 FM, and Fort Bragg at 88.1 FM. You can find more content like this on our website at kzyx.org and consider donating by clicking the red donate button in the upper right corner. Thank you for listening.